Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, gorgeous friend and almost happy new year. I'm sneaking one in before we turn to 2021. My goodness, 2020, have you been so hard, so beautiful, such a roller coaster and a year of insane growth. (laughs) My goodness. I, in many ways, am so grateful for this year. It literally is a year that has had me on my knees. It's had me, gosh, falling apart at the seams. It's had me in rage. It's had me in so much bliss and joy that I actually didn't even know how to take that much joy in. And it sounds wild, but it's just been one of those years where like it or not, it's a year to really get in touch with your feelings and with what you desire and with your fears and all of that magical beauty. All right, friends, before I get onto today's topic, which is the not so sexy New Year's resolution, but the resolution that's going to make a big impact in 2021, I first just want to let you know that I have got a group coaching program starting January 11th. I'm so excited about this. This is the eight-week program. It is aimed at women because we focus on strategies that work for women when it comes to increasing your energy, weight loss. Um, And by weight loss, I mean just like that stubborn weight that keeps you from feeling your truest and best self. It's eight weeks of not so much just follow this meal plan and follow this workout, It's really learning about what does it take to be healthy, to immerse yourself in health so that it's no longer a quick fix, but a solution that is going to be the beginning of a beautiful journey for you that will carry on weeks after the eight-week program. So if you want to find out more, go into the... um, into the show notes or go to rockofit.com forward slash group. Okay, beauties, here we go. So the totally unsexy New Year's resolution that is going to bring you massive results is this. And I've been thinking a lot about it this year because I don't know, the talking about New Year's resolutions didn't feel so inspiring to me. But when I've been spending a lot of like quiet time with myself, which is something as an extrovert is not something that I've always been comfortable with. But this year has definitely forced me into that, which has been a blessing. I've spent a lot of time going into the forest um, on my own, doing things that scare me and going into forest is one of them. I do feel better that the bears are sleeping and now have a strategy for the moose, which is find a tree. In case you're wondering, in case you're in Northern Canada, apparently if you find a tree, the moose can't get that close to the tree. <laughs> okay, I digress. So the the nearest solution that I'm, yeah, and I guess it is a solution more than a resolution that I'm going to set for myself this year and I want to share with you in case it also speaks to you is to do the things that you don't want 
to do to do the things that you don't want to do. And that is not a sexy topic. It's not as inspiring as like setting these beautiful goals and strategies and whatever. I just, when I got quiet and started thinking about it, what are the things that are going to make the most impact in my life, in my health, in my business, in my joy, in all of it? And it really came down to the things that I avoid because I don't love doing them. And yet I know that they're the very strategies, they're the very, you know, habits that are going to get me there. And yet I'm always resistant. And this year I've already kind of started this process because there's some things that I, I'm already doing and they're not great. And, and really in the new year, I wanted to take it to the next level and keep taking it to the next level, but they have made a big impact already. So for example, for me, one of mine is going to be ha- is going to be to have clear social media boundaries. Now, I love social media. I really do. For as negative pe- as people can be about it, I think it's just like such an incredible way to connect and to learn and to grow and to find community. And there is, of course, there's a dark, dark side side to it. And I think the dark side comes when we're unable to control it. So for me, the clear boundaries are bookending my days and also having a strategy that in the in the daytime. So right now I'm pretty good at not going on it first thing in the morning. I think over the holidays I've been slacking a little bit on that, but for the most part that's been a really important thing for me that I get up, I have my morning routine, I do my exercises and my movements and then I will go on to social media and do some posts after that. Um and that was a game changer for me because I was definitely a rollover and scroll and see what notifications there are. And then you realize, oh my goodness, I'm just consuming content that's really not getting me anywhere. And in fact, it just makes you feel anxious first thing in the morning and puts you behind. So that's my number one. And that's not easy. Like that is definitely one of those things that it would be easier not to do. It'd be easier just to give in. And so what I do is I feel that resistance, you know, that urge that you get to check it or that or, or that urge that you get to not do something even knowing that you want to and you just sit there in that misery and I'm learning to embrace that kind of yucky feeling and know that I need to go through the storm to get to the beautiful side of things so I have to embrace that the more I embrace that feeling that resistance and push past it the weaker it becomes if that makes sense. And so that's number one for me. Number two is a solid morning routine. This I have to say has been an absolute game changer, a game changer to my physical health, a game changer to my mental health, a game changer to the way I carry myself throughout the day. It has been incredible. I would like to tighten it up a little bit in the sense that, um, just kind of tweaking my morning routine. So there's all these like amazing programs out there like Miracle Morning and the 5am club and all these great strategies for what you should do in the morning. And I think that, you know, it's a good idea to do those, to try a few of those strategies for a month or for two months and then tweak it and tweak it to what makes sense for you. And I think so often we're afraid to actually, we think, oh, if we don't do it exactly how it was in this book, then it's not going to work. That's not true. I really believe that through structure comes freedom. So first you learn the structure, you see that it works, and then you tweak it to work for you. 
And so I want to just tweak mine a little bit, keep um, keep up the practice of the morning routine, because like I said, it has made a big impact. And um, so that is going to continue for me. And again, I still have those mornings that I wake up and I'm like, uh, it's so easy just to skip the movement or it's so easy to not have the big glass of water in the morning or it's so easy to not take the time to learn something new or, or watch that video that's going to um, motivate me and teach me a new skill. And so these are like a few things that I do and I feel so often still that resistance, but it has definitely become weaker because I know how good I feel in the day if I stick to it. And so that's what, where you start to feel the shift from something going to, from something that you're resisting and that feels hard and yucky to then starting to see the difference that happens on the days that you don't do it to then actually craving it to know that if you don't do it, it's actually more painful than doing it. It's like brushing your teeth, right? When you're young, you have to be taught to do it. And then and then after a while, like you start to do it on your own. And then there comes a day as an adult, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't go to sleep without brushing my teeth, right? You, The pain of it, and I know it's just like a minor example, but the pain of not doing it is worse than the pain of, you know, maybe you're fell asleep watching a film or something and you think oh I don't want to get up and do the whole like brush my teeth take my makeup off but you know that actually it's going to feel so much better and so you push through that resistance and you do it anyway and that's because that habit has become so solid and the benefits outweigh the resistance but you've got to like I said go through the storm first to get to the other side for me that when it comes to business mine is definitely definitely um really becoming solid on my admin and numbers. For so long, I keep telling myself I'm not a numbers person and I just go with the flow and like, you know what? That's not how you run a business. And so I have started to embrace the numbers. I have started to track things and it's um, it's still very painful for me because I'm not a detail-oriented person. I'm definitely more of like a bigger ideas person. I love to be creative. I love to do like the big things, but the details have always been hard for me. When I think back to like, even university days, for example, I never minded writing essays. I can write a 10 page essay, no problem, but get me to go back and edit and like, oh, painful. Like the details were not fun for me. But again, that's where I would lose a lot of marks if I didn't do it. So it's the same thing within business is like, if you're not focused on the numbers and you're not focused on tracking, then there's a lot that you're missing out on without actually realizing it because the the details are just as important. So that's going to be a big one. I think out of those three that's going to be the most challenging for me. But that's what I'm setting myself for the new year. It's it's this idea of doing those things that I don't want to do. So how do you actually do it? Like how do you do the things that you don't want to do, but you know that they're the things that are actually going to propel you forward massively. So I've got three strategies for you. Number one is come at it with like a queen's energy. I love queens. I love everything royalty. And what I mean by that is it's really how we go into anything and how we speak to ourselves about the process that we're in. So if I'm going into, for example, if I need to do some admin or look at my numbers, I can go into it and thinking really being in that mindset of this is what 
it takes to be successful. This is what successful people do. This resistance is okay. It's going to pass and and I'm going to feel so good when I do it. And going into it with that, like knowing that what I'm doing is taking me to the next level and really talking to myself with that language as opposed to, oh, I've got to go do that or procrastinating on it and not getting it done and going into that negative space. So that's what I mean by really coming at it with a queen's energy. Maybe play some music or give yourself some sort of a, a reward for doing it or before not or after not before. <laughs> but like I said, come at it with this energy, with this desire that that you know that this is going to be what's going to make the biggest shift. Number two is visualize the outcome. Visualize why you're doing it. So when I was personal training, I used to always say to my clients, I'd get them to do exercises that they did not like. Often for women, it would be pull-ups and push-ups. They didn't like it. And they used to say, oh, I don't like push-ups. And I'd be like, yeah, it's because you don't do them, right? Once we once we do them and we become stronger and they become empowering, then my clients would love them. So I knew the process that they were going to go through. I knew that they had to go through the process of hating it. So I used to say to them, hate the exercise, love the result, hate the exercise, love the result. Because there comes a day where you no longer hate the exercise. But unless you're going through the motions, unless you go through it and become physically stronger and start to get those sexy arms and realize like how you're able to lift things with ease and until you actually start to feel those results, at first you just hate it. You're just going through the motions because you know it's going to be worth it. And so visualizing the outcome is super important. It's really key to getting anything done that you really don't want to be doing or feel like you don't want to be doing, at least in this moment. And number two is listening to that inner voice. We all have that voice, that voice that keeps telling us, do it, get it done. This is important. You know, don't procrastinate, move forward. We hear that voice and yet we ignore it. And I think if anything, 2020 has taught me like, listen to the voice, follow that voice. Like it's telling you, you actually have all the answers within you. Just stop suppressing it and stop, you know, we've got to stop going for what's easy. Anything that we do is going to take some amount of effort, some amount of pushing past this resistance. Because like I said, it's on the other side of that resistance that there's so much beauty and so much gold and so much success and so much energy, so much everything. So it's worth it. Push past that storm so you can see the rainbow on the other side. All all right, my friend, I hope that you have found value in that. If you have, send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at RoccoFit. I would love it if you leave me a review. Reviews are so important to this podcast. It would mean the world if you took a moment and left a review. Um, I get so many beautiful messages from people telling me how much they've loved the episodes and how much value they've been. And I so appreciate it, but it would truly be a gift. If you um, put that in writing for me on iTunes, um, it would really go a long way. And if you've left one before, it's okay to leave another one. I really, truly appreciate you. So I want to wish you a truly beautiful, happy um, 2021. I, I really want this to be the year that you get what you desire, whether that's greater health, whether that's a stronger um a stronger business, whether that's more meaningful relationships, whatever it is that you desire, that's what I hope for you. Have a great one and I will speak to you in 2021. Thank you so much for listening in today. 
I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new, if you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.